0: so yeah so they kept telling me to readjust my goals and by the end of it by by september there i was thinking okay 305 and and they'd say no you should go for the sub three but i couldn't wrap my head around
1: hi friends this is daniel martinez co-host and creator of the any given run day podcast i personally want to thank you for taking the time to listen to us today this podcast was created with you the runner in mind we dive in and talk to athletes of all levels abilities and share our stories and experiences with you Hello and welcome to another edition of the Any Given Run Day podcast. I am JP, your host for today. Uh, With us, we have a very special guest, someone I've followed on social media for about two years now, and uh, someone I got to meet in person earlier this year, back in February of 2020, uh, a day or two before she and her family left for Atlanta, Georgia, to attend the Olympic Trials Qualifying Marathon, or OTQ. We have with us today, Erica Kirkwood. Say hi, Erica.
0: Hi there. I'm so excited to talk to you and chat and and just share some of my story. Yeah,
1: well, we're going to be happy to hear it, and I know all our listeners are too. Um, Thank you for taking the time today, and um, well, let's get started. Where are you originally from?
0: Um, I'm from, I was born and raised in a small town um, about three hours south of here, Palafurias, Texas. Um, So that's where I grew up. I went to high school there, graduated, went to Kingsville for my undergraduate degree, and so that's... I'm, I'm a South Texas girl.
1: All right. Well, how did you end up in San Antonio?
0: Um, well, this is just a place that I've always wanted to live. Um, growing up, San Antonio was like, oh, we want to go to San Antonio as a family. We did a lot of family activities out here. Um, I remember just um, with with the school that I was running with in college, uh, Texas A&M and Kingsville, uh, a lot of the track meets and or cross country meets were up here, and I just always liked it. I was drawn to it, uh, but I never really um, knew that I was going to live here. But this is just some some place I wanted to be. Yeah. I went to grad school in California, met my husband there, and brought him down to Texas, and we just landed here. So I just got a job. Yeah. Um, at a hospital, and this is was where was it I,
1: just from an online search of jobs?
0: Y- yeah, yeah. I believe the first job I got. Um, was at University Hospital. I'm an occupational therapist, and so that was what really brought me here. I, I dragged my husband here, because he didn't have a job yet, but I got the job right, right away, and I was like, he was still studying for his boards and things like that for oh, physical therapy, okay. and so since I had already passed my boards, I was the first one to search for jobs, and I landed this job, and so I was like, well, I want to be in San Antonio, so let's go, yeah. and he kind of just followed me here. Yeah. <laughs> he had <laughs> no choice. Um, and so we, we were here for about a year until we got pregnant mm-hmm. um, with our first child. Well, then he took me to Portland. So to be closer to his family, he's oh, okay. from the Northwest. So okay. um, he took me out there. And um, so they could kind of help out with the little one as as I was a new, we were new parents. So we kind of needed that support.
1: Yeah, um, How long were you up there?
0: So we moved in 2014 and then we stayed there about three years. Once we kind of felt a little bit settled, I kinda of wanted to come back to Texas and so did he. He actually ended up growing to like it. He's like, you know, it's a it's a nice cheap place to live as far as like cost of living yeah. cost of compared, living to, compared, compared of to the northwest and yeah. yeah, like our the housing over there is just really expensive and so we moved back down here, um, to just focus on getting debt free. Uh, oh, yeah. We did, you know, have that intentionality and came back down here and did pretty pretty good there. We're back here for hopefully good because we bought a house.
1: (laughs) Oh, well, congratulations. Thank you. As far as running goes, uh, why do you love running?
0: Running is probably my favorite thing to do because it's my outlet, um, something to focus on myself away from the craziness of, of, you know, my work And home life sometimes can be as a mom, you know, there's hardly time to have to yourself. And so running is like, it's just me. I can control it for the most part. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And so I love that part of it, going out for a run and then just getting that like runner's high, you know, just feeling so good after a run. Whether it's a good run or a bad run, you kind of feel at least feel accomplished that you did something. So um, I really I love it for many reasons. And I've grown to love it more and more the more I do it.
1: Were you always good at sports when you
0: were
1: little? Let's go back to grade (laughs) school. Like grade school,
0: I never really thought I was going to be a distance runner. Um, I did like sports. I've always been involved in some kind of activity. I was like a basketball player. Okay. (laughs) I actually was hoping to be more skilled in basketball than anything. I remember just practicing like free throws and just trying to be really good in basketball, but I wasn't really that good in high school. Um, I mean, I did it, but what was what stood out in when I was in a basketball team was more my endurance and just like quickness of running yeah. um, I could you know defense was like my best part and, right. like I was just really quick and i just didn 't seem to get tired um, so that 's where I started in in more basketball because so my uncle was a basketball player, and he like showed me how to play and so
1: and was that pretty much your only sport? Uh,
0: for the most part, yes, I did track, though, okay. as well, but I was like a long jumper okay. and a sprinter. Like, I feel like everybody wow. at one point was like a sprinter, you know, in their younger yeah, years. They, and well,
1: yeah, you try everything. every little, yeah.
0: So that's like the easiest way to get into like the running is like starting with the sprinting. So I was like, 100 and 200 meters and then it was like quick to realize that that's not my sport and
1: you had track meets i did i so i went
0: i was i was in i think even middle school i was already starting track doing long jump i loved the triple jump and long jump so i feel like um i do have you know that kind of carried through but it's because i was in basketball so all those short quick movements uh, that was what my, my focus was um but after um when i started high school that's when my coach in high school uh, coach Salazar saw me running um, with the other girls on the cross country team because we were in trouble. We got in trouble for some reason I don't remember what but they were like we got to do this three mile loop and I, everyone was kind of miserable and so was I. but I was ended up keeping up with the um, with the girls that were in cross country and so that's how I ended up getting transitioned to becoming a distance runner because of that one event one day it was like I was up there and so my coach Word kind discovered. of discovered Yeah, he kind of discovered me, I guess. And so um, it was kind of uh, actually, I, I didn't want that. I was like, no, distance running, this is a punishment. <laughs> I really don't want to do that.
1: What was distance for you?
0: like well so I started off when I was younger I started off this like sprinting and you know just 100 and 200 and long jump and triple jump but as I got a little bit older um Ipton high school I, all I wanted to do was the 800 and that was the most I wanted to do okay. so that was like my distance event I was like okay I'll do a, the 800 and so I started so that's just, you know just your half lab I mean half a mile. Yeah. So.
1: I kind of remembered they had the 800, then 1600, and then the 3200, and I'm like, how many laps is that? It was (laughs) after I got,
0: quote unquote, discovered, my coach was like, no, you've got to do the 3200, the 1600, and I'm like, no... That?
1: That's so many That's a laughs.
0: Lot of laughs. Yeah. So many <laughs>, laughs. I literally said no. My freshman year, I told him no. Every single um, for cross country, he like he went as far as to like call my parents and try to talk to my, talk my parents into to get me to come out to some of the cross country meets. But I just absolutely refused. I was like, I don't want to do that. I just don't want to go to to run these like long miles. Like that doesn't sound fun. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't until uh, we had a a home meet and it was the last it was the district meet so it was the okay. le- very last meet of the season and and it was on a Friday so I could miss school so that was the only reason I agreed to it because he's like if you come you can miss school and I was like what? I'm in
1: uh, <laughs> I, <legitimately can> be- <laughs> miss I will
0: le- like legitimately miss school so I ended up um, going ahead and and getting, he gave me like a pair of shoes and then the uniform, and I showed up all excited because I wasn't at school. Actually, I was at school, but I got to leave class, and that was like the coolest feeling. Walking I was out
1: like, when "Bye there. everybody,
0: y'all get to stay here, and I'm <laughs> out." And so, I, I that was my only reason I agreed to do that. This was my freshman year, and it was the la- last season. I mean, the last meet of the season, and it was a home meet. So we just drove down to the street and went to this. the the golf course and ran this race and I actually did pretty good I got a medal and everything yeah I got top 10 and so that was kind of a cool thing too because you know in basketball or you know you kind of it's a team sport and so if you all don't do well then you just don't get anything so I thought this was my aha moment where like wow I did this all on my own like I I mean it's just all about me really and so it was really cool I got my medal and, and my coach at the end of that was like you know if you actually train for this you can win. easily be top three, win, and then he said you might even have a chance to get scholarships. And I'm like, what? I could get a scholarship yeah. in this. So it was just like such a bright moment. Um, and that was when I realized, you know, maybe I'm not so good at the 800, and <laughs> maybe I'll jump up to the 32, the the 16, which I did. And when I and when I did, it was like, yeah, this is for me. So wow. I literally went, after that. I I went into the summer training with him. And I didn't look back. Did I he was have all in.
1: Off season, uh, off season camps. Or yeah, is that what it was? exactly. Okay.
0: There was some summer training, and okay, he had summer. with with some of the other athletes, and we showed up every morning and and did all sorts of exercise. So it was really great. What was really amazing is because he, when he said that you could get a scholarship to college, I literally like that was not even a thought in my mind. You know, I'm actually the first in my family to go to college, wow. um, so that to me. I honestly was, wouldn't even consider going to college. My parents, when I told them, you know, hey, you know, I think I can go to college and get a scholarship, they were excited, but at the same time, they were like, well, are you sure you want to? Because <laughs> they just didn't yeah. really understand. I mean, I don't know if they knew the importance of a, 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 yeah, a degree and going to college. He was like, you know, you can you can stay here and work and and you know we can you can live with us forever basically and I'm like they didn't want you to go no yeah they didn't really I'm the oldest and and so yeah. it was I think they just didn't really want to let me go really uh, yeah. I remember my dad dropping me off in college the first day he was like tearful eyes and it was just like a hard moment um it, but luckily the school that I decided to go to was very close which I think helped
1: oh, transition
0: okay. it was only 30 That's minutes right. away oh okay. yeah so well 30 yeah 35 minutes away so I think that really helped I came home every weekend it was basically like I didn't leave yeah (laughs) it wasn't until I went to grad school it was in California where it was like it got Are you real. serious? Like yeah, they were like really not sure about this. They kept asking me, like, Are you sure you really want to go? I was going to get my masters well with occupational therapy. Yeah. And I really, you know, coming from a small town, I just wanted to expand my wings and just fly. It's <laughs> not guess. a bad place to go. I went to California, yeah, yeah I did. And so it, it, yeah, and that's where I met my husband. And so it's um. it was kind of a cool experience for me, but it was definitely hard for my family.
1: Yeah, I, I can imagine. I have two daughters. Exactly. And they're 20.
0: Exactly.
1: A year, Almost a year ago, they... they, I know, are you, Do you want to give your dad a heart attack? One yes. of my daughters flew to Los Angeles by herself. <laughs> traveled Texas from San Antonio to Dallas to Houston, back to San Antonio, and then one of them flew to Los Angeles. Oh, wait. Following a K-pop group. Yes. <laughs> I'm like... <laughs> oh, and they're... Anyway, they're like, Dad, if it was Pearl Jam, you would go. You would have like, totally right.
0: done it. So yeah, but,
1: you know, they're girls. So I like, oh, know it's,
0: it's different, and so you. yeah, that's how exactly how my dad probably <laughs> felt. Like he took me. It was just uh, I me can and my dad. To your dad. Yeah, he took me all the way over there. We took a road trip, just me and him, which was a cool bonding experience, you know. So we. We had a chance to bond over these ro- the road trip that we took to California, oh, right. but that was so hard. I think him lead, leaving me there. I, I can imagine when what he was doing. It was time feeling. for
1: him to go home. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can imagine, as a father, I know that feeling. Yep. Um, so taking it back to college, <laughs> you said thirty minutes away, and the college was
0: Texas A&M in Kingsville.
1: In Kingsville. Uh, and you were recruited or you applied and just said hey I can run
0: yeah that was a really cool thing um, getting recruited so I had a couple of uh, scouts I guess you could say or like people uh, from different universities um, asking you know wanting me to run for them so that was really cool um, but I wanted I chose Kingsville just because you know it's so close and mm-hmm. and being the oldest and everything like and that the first the first to go I didn't even know what to expect I'm literally paving the way I have three younger siblings and, and you know so I'm paving the way for them it was really cool and now I can say that two of them all they also went to that same school and they graduated wow. so um I like to say that I was the role model
1: yeah, you, bla- you were a trail <laughs> trailblazer Blazer. that's
0: exactly what it's called and
1: uh, so you got your scholarship I and did. you ran in college yeah all four years. All
0: four years. Actually, I stayed an extra year. I redshirt. I'm well, not redshirt, but I got an injury. I want to say it was my junior. I can't remember exactly. It's all a blur. Like, it went by so fast. But I did take a year of track off, so I had an extra year Okay. to to compete. So I just stayed, like, an extra year like <laughs> just a, Like compete. a
1: medical redshirt or something?
0: Kind of something like that, yeah. Mm-hmm. But it was in, like, the middle of the season, I guess. Like, yeah. like it was a, I don't remember what it was. It, oh, like, a knee injury that I had. And I just took a couple of meets off and just decided we could just give me a wave this kind of year so I had an eligibility okay um and so I I loved my senior year because it was so chill like Uh, I had like 12 you know very like the minimum amount of units required and I just had all this
1: without practice
0: free time no well I still had to train and everything so but it was just it was really nice because normally I would have like 18 units to just you know what I mean in your your semester that's a heavy semester uh, you know, and so because I'd done a lot of it and I had this extra eligibility, I kinda like intentionally just took an extra I mean so instead of graduating in four year or three years or four years, I don't remember. I, I just it just took me a little longer to graduate. Yeah. But I totally loved it. Like yeah. I loved my senior year. It was just really well, great. That,
1: that's awesome.
0: So I could also focus a little bit more on running, you know, so it was good.
1: And so what events were you running in or what is in track. Yeah.
0: So in track my main thing was the 3k and the 1500 so in college is a little different than the yeah. high school so in high school collegiate you have the 60 track. yeah collegiate so that was what i did in high and track but i also did the steeplechase a couple times
1: oh wow yeah that was okay. really fun that's jumping over the explain this, what the steeplechase so the is steeplechase... i've seen it but i don't know the official
0: yeah so rules. the steeplechase is um one that like just a lot of people love to watch because they have these water barrier like water pits yes um there's one water pit and there's oh, four barriers i believe there's four there could be more i don't know like i said it's all a blur to me <laughs> but anyways you you jump over these like hurdles but they're giant hurdles um i don't even know how long or how tall or how wide but um they're like barricades like if you Boards.
1: think yeah, something. Lumber. <laughs>
0: lumber, I don't know what they're made out of, but they're huge, and so it's like a hurdle, if you know yeah. what like hurdles are, but they're long, they cover the width of the um, entire track, and they're kind of thick, so you can actually put your foot on it, it's like you could step on it if you need to, and, and jump over, because you need to to, to to propel yourself over and, and try to jump over the water pit, Sometimes you don't always make it; and you fall right into the water pit, but you just kind of it's it's at a slope, so you just run out of the water pit. We'll
1: see those at tracks
0: exactly, and then and, go, what is and that? then the, that's exactly yeah. Their pits – well, when you're not they're not in use; they're covered. They put yeah. something over it. Obviously, you don't want anybody falling in there, but right. um, during the track, they'll when you have this event going on, they uncover it, fill it with water, and then there's all those other barriers. When there's not a water pit, there's barriers along the along the. <laughs> As you're running, run. you just you just jump over them just like a hurdle, and you just keep running. It's like really the most brutal race, but then you have everybody just kind of crowded around the water pit because you're just looking they, to, for someone part. to fall. Yeah, you're just waiting because you that's know it's going to happen. Is. So it's really entertaining. So even when I don't run it, I just like watching it.
1: Everybody. And <laughs> I know there's fun. a history to the water. I don't yeah, know what it is. Yeah, I don't is. really <laughs> know what the history is either, but
0: it's a really cool event if you've never yeah. – seen it you should see it
1: and so other than the steeplechase you ran what other uh, official events
0: in there? the well in uh college we also did a lot of in like indoor track we did i've did i've done the distance medley relay where like you have like someone doing a 400 and 800 you know oh. just it's a really cool event too so that and then a couple times just for training i did the four by 400 um you could tell I was the distance runner like that because like you know distance uh, sprinters they have like they drive their knees real high and everything but like, oh, here comes the distance runner. But I did that mostly just for training. Not really super competitive. But we did pretty good.
1: And so you did that all four years. You would just do yeah. those uh, collegiate track events, track meets.
0: Track meets, yeah.
1: All four years. So I also A lot did of track work.
0: A lot of track work, but I also did cross country okay. as well. So whenever cross country season was in, focus on cross country. Track okay. season was track season. So I was constantly training. Back there was never forth. really any okay. breaks. Um, and then cross country, well, that was that was that.
1: <laughs> and then at the end, uh, was it was always team scoring?
0: It was, it, but you would have also individual scoring too. So
1: okay. I imagine you racked up some,
0: yeah, some medals and, you know, um, so at cross country you get, you know, can get a, like a nice medal for top 10 in the conference or, right. you know, get advanced to nationals and things like that. So it just depends and you can do it as an individual or a team. So it was pretty neat
1: very pretty good. fun stuff i, I miss it bo- do you have does your dad have them hanging on oh on the, the little, medals yeah
0: yeah um well for from actually now that i think about it i don't they only gave medals at like conference because i don't remember i remember getting a lot of medals from like just standard meets i don't think you got. it was mostly team, team points. Scoring. yeah team points and then you'd yeah. get like whatever um your are you
1: still friends with the lot of
0: those yeah? Teammates, yes. Today, I actually have a life. really a good friend who lives here who I rid, ran cross country and track with, mm-hmm. and she's yeah, she's it's awesome. Her kids are the exact same age as my kids, so oh, it's like we were wow. pregnant the exact same time, they're six weeks apart, both of them. Wow, <laughs> it's like we couldn't have planned that any better. So, yeah.
1: and she's here in town, so. she's here in town,
0: so it's cool. Mm-hmm. And so, um, she's and then I have a couple of other friends I stay in touch with, yeah, from, from that time. That's got
1: to be pretty awesome to have like. Not yeah. A lot of us have will have roommates and college, roommates yeah. and friends, but not all of us rent did collegiate sports yes. with them, yeah. which is pretty awesome. It
0: is. That's got to
1: be a great experience. Cool. Um, jumping a little ahead, uh, when was your first marathon?
0: Oh, so okay, this is a funny. Like, I mean, I don't know. I I say it's my first marathon but it really isn't my first marathon because I didn't like train for it so it's hard to say so this was in grad school I did a marathon
1: okay that That,
0: like and okay in California in California and this was so random it literally was not even on my mind or my agenda it was because I was training with one of my friends or just like running just nonchalantly when I could between my tests and you know (laughs) studying and whatnot yeah um my work study job or whatever I had Uh um I I was just I'd go for a run or just try to stay in shape but this girl I had met in school was just running a lot and I'm like you know I'm a runner I could run with you and she's like well I'm training for a marathon I'm like well that's good for you I'm I'll run (laughs) with you and she's like well I'm training for San Diego rock and roll
1: okay and I'm
0: like oh cool and she's like well I'm doing like you know this many miles and she was training on a really strict plan you know daily just kind of how I'm almost doing right now yeah um and I'm like, okay, well, I'm running maybe three times a week, but I'll meet up with you for some of your runs. And then slowly, like, um, I was, you know, getting back into it, and she's like, well, I'm doing 18 miles this weekend. you want to do it? And I'm like, well, I'll do part of it, but I ended up running, like, the whole thing. And yeah. um, she's like, you know what? You should totally do this marathon with me. And I'm like, no, 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 I'm not going to do it. But at the time, I was um, planning to do a mission trip to Africa. Wow. Um, and she's like, you know, this, this run can help, you know, maybe raise some funds. Cause I was doing some fundraising, um, to, to you oh. know, for this mission trip, yeah. you know, to, to, take on over there. Um, and she's like, you know, this can be like a way for you to raise money. You can, you know, make something of it. So I was like, okay, well I'll, I'll do that. So I started spreading the word on social media, like, Hey, I'm doing, I'm, I'm raising money for this, um, uh, mission trip. I'll run all these miles. And so for yeah. every dollar I, you donate, I'll run a mile kind of thing. And yeah. so I'm planning to do this, um, marathon and so I had all this stuff coming so I started to running and running running and she's like she's like you've got to do this marathon um, I'm gonna pay for it for you she paid for my entry and it's did always it was nice and I was like, wow okay <laughs> so she, she paid for everything and I was like okay great so we, we end up going and I, this is this was literally two months before the the race so I had much training. Oh. I literally did one 18 mile run with her randomly but like very in, in yeah. uh, consistent running. And so we get there the night before she gets sick, and she, I don't know, she's feeling really sick oh and everything. Gosh. And she's got like she had hardcore training compared to me. And she wakes up the next morning and is like, I can't run, like wow. I'm just so sick. And I'm like, I can't do this by myself. <laughs> You're like, really? Like, so I was like, this is like really <laughs> disappointed. But she, but it ended up working out in my favor because she ended up like just dropping me off like right oh, at the start. Okay. It was really nice. She like kind of fall. She still tried to do her best and. and she said she couldn't run she just couldn't run she just didn't run it and so I was discouraged by that but I still was like you know what I'm here I'm gonna run it I'm gonna run for Malawi because that was where I was going okay (laughs) and so um I ended up running this race and I was like on a like a 720 pace I was like ooh, I'm feeling pretty good mile 18 hits and it was like this is the longest I've ever run I stopped And I started to walk (laughs) because it was like so bad I just mentally I don't know if it was just like a mental thing but I just like oh my goodness I can't do this anymore so I started walking and then I stopped at every single water station and then I I jogged a little bit and then I walked so the last eight mile 18 after that it was like a walk jog to the end but for the first I if you see my splits on that thing for the first (laughs) 18 miles it was like
1: 720 720
0: 720 720, like it was really consistent um, cause I had my, well, my husband now, but he was my boyfriend at the time was like sending me to, I had my phone, my dad FaceTimed me and like oh, they wow. were like, you're doing so good. And, and, um, John was like, Oh, your splits are really consistent, really good. You're, you're on pace for this. And, didn't matter to me I just wanted yeah. to finish the race but I had no idea about pacing I didn't take any nutrition I didn't take anything before the run but that's probably what did it like I literally almost like passed out at the finish I was like oh my goodness this was the hardest thing I've ever done so
1: I was gonna ask you if you had a plan going in or nope. just do it.
0: <laughs> I just I had no idea like actually every water station I because I'm I was so used to like running in college where it's like you don't stop and get water. You don't I never took anything with me on runs. Like I just didn't. And so I went into this marathon just like passing up all the water stations literally until mile (laughs) eighteen. Wow. I had no idea what I was doing. Yeah. So that was my experience. I ended up finishing with a three forty though. So it wasn't still
1: that's a good time. It
0: was I didn't realize it just doing it honestly I had no idea what a good time was or yeah. you know anything I just wanted to finish it and I said you know what I did it I'm done I never need to do a marathon again <laughs> I had blisters all over my feet it was just <laughs> it was so funny um and so literally I never looked at a marathon after that like that was in 2012 I want to say
1: 2012 uh-huh. so After that, what happens to your running career? So
0: I I was like, okay, I'm done. I'm never going to do more than six miles again. I don't need to. Like, that was kind of my thought process. It was a one-off. Yeah, it was just like I just checked it off my list. And a list that I never even had because it was literally two months before I kind of got thrown into this. So, because... Because running in, in college, I actually r- ran a lot. We ran yeah. 20 miles, you know, on weekends and things like that. So it, to me, when people would be like, are you going to do a marathon? I'm like, what for? I've, I, I know and, I can. Like, I was yeah. just like, there's no need to do it. But <laughs> when I graduated, um, I think I was just so burnt out from yeah. running so much, just drain, into the ground kind of running. Uh, I well, just yeah. I just literally didn't want to think about it. It was more of that kind of thing. Not that, like... I didn't think it was a cool thing to do. I was like, "That's really cool, but for you, kind of thing, or yeah. for whoever else." Um, so I just never really—it was never anything on my mind because um, I had a lot of people asking, like, "Well, when's gonna be the marathon? Like, <laughs> what are you gonna do the marathon?" And I'm like, "I don't know. I don't really want to." <laughs> but so I got thrown into it, and I was like, "Okay, I did it. Whatever." Moved on, um, got married, had kids started working no very minimal running from yeah. that point on that was like literally like my last big run um I if I did it was like a two mile little run with the stroller with the kids or at the gym on a treadmill very very minimal I just really liked to work out in the gym yeah. more uh, fitness classes and okay. things like that that was kind of my extent of training or working out after that marathon and yeah. in while I was having kids um so it wasn't until my husband um noticed something like, like I'm not my acting myself, like a, normally I'm a kind of a bubbly energetic person, but having the two kids and just, um, just being kind of just going through motions of work and just, you know, I don't know, just not myself. Um, yeah. he was like, you need to start focusing on yourself, do something for yourself. Why don't you start running? And I really refused. I was kind of a little bit pessimistic about running. I was like, when am I ever going to have time? Like, well, this you're is-
1: becoming, you're a mom. Exactly.
0: And I was already torn. I'm working full time leaving my kids in, in a daycare, I felt so guilty. When am I gonna run? <laughs> when am I gonna run? And he was yeah. like he would say, Well, you have to wake up at four thirty or five. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, Really? <laughs> you're so you're so smart.
1: Wow. <laughs> like well, there's was all like, that dead time no, between two AM and five A.M.
0: It's <laughs> like gosh, you don't realize I'm still kinda of waking up in the middle of the night to nurse the little one, right? But anyways, I so we so I kinda like we butted heads on that. But he was like, You just need to do if you really wanna do it, you're gonna make it happen. Like you stop wow. making me. He like would tell me like, and to my and I would get so mad like, he oh, just think it's so easy like, yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: so we had a little bit, but then he so the the good thing was, and I think this was really what did it that got me back into running, mm-hmm. was um I was part of a group in um, on next door at, when I was living in Portland, and this girl just says, hey, does anybody like to run? Like I'm I'm trying to wake up, but I have to go early at like five thirty. And can anybody like, you know, I have a, a, there's a, there's one or two of us, but you know, we just want to get a little bit of a better group. And so she posted that and I thought, okay, he's been telling me to do this. Can I do this? I don't trust uh, more thing too, is it's like, I'm like the baby's going to wake up and she's going to need me. John can't handle it. Like, that was my thing. But he was like, no, I've got this. You take care of yourself, go and run, do whatever. So I finally set my alarm and started you know testing the waters of of meeting this girl and like another girl um um, out and she lived literally down the street from me so it was so nice um
1: explain what next door is oh
0: so next door is i know what it is but next door is a cool it's an awesome app that like you can just like look at it and you'll find out all the good stuff that's happening and or and bad stuff that's happening in your neighborhood so it's just a neighborhood app um, a community basically almost like a social media, but you're not, I guess you could post pictures. I don't know. I really just go on there just to see what's mm-hmm. going on with yeah. the neighborhood. What, you know, people, and
1: then that's how neighbors connect.
0: Exactly. And so yeah. that's how con- neighbors connect. And so I, I connected with my new neighborhood running group there wow. as a new mom. And so it was really great. She was a new, she was a new mom. Also, her kids were the same age. Um, and we're, we're still friends on social media and, um, our still, still get connected or still stay connected. Um, through that, So I see her running and, and everything like that. But we would meet up um, every so often, um, and that's when I realized, okay, like, I think I could do this just a couple of hours before work. As far um, as
1: consistent running? As
0: far as consistent running. So okay. I started with that. Um, and
1: how old are you at this point?
0: So my little one, this was three years ago.
1: Just three years yeah. ago? Wow. Just three years ago. That I didn't know.
0: Yeah, so it was just three years ago that I really got back into this. Um, It was around, let's say, October when I started with with this group. But then, so between that time and December, my husband decided, we decided, uh, we're going to move to Texas. And I was very frustrated because I was like, (laughs) I just found a running group and I just got into this. So that was so upsetting to me because I just didn't think that, you know, coming to Texas... I was like, man, I'm not going to find another group in my running little community in, in Portland and up here is, is so nice and sweet. I just got to know them. We were connecting and I had friends outside of work and things like that. So that was super discouraging. But coming back, I knew I was like, okay, well, if we go back to San Antonio, I knew a couple of runners from college that oh, were there. And actually, Alex is a really, uh, Flores, from the uh, Wolfpack Running Group, Yes, um, was here as well. So he had stayed connected even when I was over there, um, like, you know, with his running. And, and we'd always done lots of relays when I was in college down here. Because he, I don't okay. know if you know, but he graduated from Kingsville as well.
1: I, I think I did know that. Yes. I, I kind of remember that about So him. that's
0: how we know each other. Um, okay. So I knew Alex. Were you Alex. there at the same time? No, we weren't there at the same time. He was, he had already graduated, I believe, but because he was always trying to get, like, relays together, he kind of knew, you know, let's stay connected with some of the, the running co- uh, in, in the, co- the college right here. Uh, so, I don't know, a friend introduced us, and, and I joined their team, their relay team, and ever since then, we were, like, any relays that they had, like, beach to bay since way, like, oh, back yeah. then. Yeah. I was on his team from, from since, I don't know if you know, before it was the Wolfpack running, it was Pony Express.
1: <laughs> okay, yeah.
0: So, yeah, so it was, it was that, and... Um, we would do some relays together, and so we stay connected, and so I knew he was over here, and okay. I said, hey, um, I'm getting back into running, can you get me connected with some runners down there? He's like, oh yeah, we have plenty of runners, we're building our running community down here, and so um, I wasn't too worried about it. After, as soon as I got here, I got here and like, December around December and he's like we have a La Cruda uh, 5k 5K. on December January 1 you got to come out and so I had just got here and after like a month of no running because of the traveling down here moving and everything like that he's like you're gonna do this and it's just gonna be where you just to see where you are and um before this I forgot to mention my husband had got me this Garmin watch and um 'Cause I all along I was running with like, I don't know, some not even Strava, it was like run keeper or something on my phone. On your phone, okay. Yes. Just your phone. Just my phone and, this whole time, and, you know. Okay. I was that's what I was using to run and he got me this watch and I didn't want to open it because I wasn't sure that I was going to be serious about running.
1: Oh, So this you knew he, how much it He cost.
0: got, yes, kinda. he got it for me in, for my birthday, so in November, so not until January that I even open it, because I was like, who knows if I'm going to even make it with my running community, or like, you know, if I'm going to even keep running after I move. I was still a little discouraged from having to leave my running group up there, so uh, I was like, I think I'm going to quit running, <laughs> so it was yeah. kind of just silly. Um... So I'm, I came out here, and I did that first race, and um, that was kind of where it all started. And then he, shortly after that, he connected me with like a couple of the girls, uh, Julia, and I don't know if you know those girls, um, Annika. They, we kind of met at the San Antonio Running oh, okay. Group um, um, Sunday run. It was a Sunday run, and we got connected. And then I just they, – they were so consi- – that's the most consistent group that I've ever met. This like always at this time, at this place, we're going to be running. And so run, I run, loved run. that consistency. So just yeah. show up, and, and I would just do their runs yeah. just to kind of build up. And they were training for Amer- – they were training for Boston. Oh, okay. And I, I – to what, me –
1: Boston for what year? So
0: that was Boston of not this last year, but I guess the previous year. Oh, gosh, I don't really even know my okay. dates, but okay. it you know it was yeah. one of these years, and just pretty recent they did um and so They were training for that. So they had
1: already qualified. So yeah,
0: so this must have been since I just, it was like right when I moved. Yeah, they had already qualified. They were training. I met them So they were
1: in their training block. In
0: March. Yeah, it was in March when I started running with them. So I I came here, started running a little here and there with Alex and whoever could run.
1: Yeah.
0: And then I met them um, early March or the end of February. And they were in the middle of their training block, right? Mm -hmm. Because their their marathon's coming up.
1: Yeah, February, March. I mean, that's 60 days. so,
0: in April, uh huh, and so they were they were doing their marathon training, and I was just jumping in their workouts, and you know just trying to ha- get into it again, right? And okay. I loved it because they were so like so consistent, and just so into it, and and passionate. Like they were like, we're gonna run, rain or shine, we're gonna run, and, and so fast. And they were fast, and I was like <laughs> trying to keep up with them, and and they kept me on my toes, and I loved that group. Um, I still love them I, I run with them if I can you know but they go really early and <laughs> I just
1: 430 I guess our, our
0: schedules have gotten a little different right so yeah. I've also moved And anyway um, but anyways I, I started with them and it's been it's been really cool they they got me into it they I caught the marathon bug from there basically
1: okay and when did you realize you were fast enough to get to a, a qualifier for the Olympics
0: Okay. So when I was running with uh, Julia's group, I still wasn't um, interested in the marathon. I was like, I'm just doing a half marathon. I was signed up for a half marathon in September. So they were doing uh, Boston and I was like, well, I'm not going to sign up for anything. I'm just doing little 5Ks and whatever, but I'm just going to do a half marathon in, in September. That was my goal. But because I started training with them and seeing that I was basically doing their marathon training, yeah. Because she was telling me like, "You're doing our workouts. You're doing the mileage. You're
1: putting in the work. You're
0: putting in the work. <laughs> Why wouldn't you?" Almost like like yeah. like, uh, you know, you should just you do need the this celebration
1: of the yeah. And so
0: I was like, "Well, okay, maybe, maybe I'll change my September marathon that I have going on to a, um, I mean, full, to a full. It was a half upgrade. Upgrade it. So I was like, maybe I'll do that because as it got closer to their Boston. They kept talking, and I kept asking questions. Well, so so, what's the qualifying time? And so, what you know, I started just getting more curious. And man, maybe I could do it. And they're like, you could totally do it. You're hitting these paces with us, you know. You're with ease, and and you know, they were really encouraging and just really. They made me believe it, like I could do it. I was like, well, maybe I can qualify for Boston. So that was my goal. Okay, was to qualify for Boston. There you go. So right the day they left for, um, their Boston or maybe the, when they did Boston, I, I emailed the race director. I said, can I upgrade? And they were like, yeah, go ahead. And they, they said, you don't even have to, you know, pay the different or just pay the difference from when you signed up. So it was really cheap Still, This is a very small marathon in, in, in Portland. Well, near Portland. Okay. The race was called the boring marathon. The
1: boring marathon. It was
0: in boring Oregon. Okay. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. No. It's, the little town is called Boring, Oregon. So it's it's real cute. It's it's, it's nice. So yeah. uh, so I was doing that one because my husband's family were all signed up. They were going to do okay. the half marathon and a relay because they have like a relay and things okay. like that. But it's a pretty small race. It was only 100 people in, in the actual marathon. Okay. So... Um I started with the goal of just Boston qualifying which was I was going to shoot for a 325 was my goal. Okay.
1: Um
0: but then as I I ended up meeting a couple of other guys through Julia's run group cuz on the weekends we have a bigger group. Um that actually lived close by me and it was just like a perfect you know, hey, let's just train, can you train with me since you know, during the week because where I was meeting Julia was a little bit of a ways away from you know out and back. It was just a lot yeah. of time, and it was really early. So I ended up connecting with some other people through for the for during the week I could train Closer with to your house. Uh huh. And okay. so it was it was literally neighbors again. Okay. Um, and so I was able to train with these guys. There was a, a group of four of us: um, Robert, Marks, and um, Sean. We all lived together within a mile of each other, so we'd run. and meet each other, you know what I mean? So it was really great, a great uh, training group. And so um, I started getting a little faster because they kind of pushed me a little bit more. I was like, I was running with guys. I had to keep (laughs) up. I didn't want to be left in the dark. So I had to, I really was pushing myself and and these guys helped build me up like yeah. like they just took me to another level of of something I didn't know I had so so running with the guys was kind of like the next like, you, like got I got had to, to to get yeah. be- I mean to get better and so um I started training with these guys I got stronger I got faster and they were like so they started saying, you need to, to to readjust your goals. This is too easy. This 325 is just way too easy for you. Wow. You, you need to go down. So they kept telling me. And so I'd be like, okay, 310, 310. They'll be they're like, yeah, that's good. That's good. But then a couple weeks go by and they're like, you need to readjust your goals, this is too easy, you're sandbagging, <laughs> the, the whole term, I don't know if you've heard, it's yeah. sandbagging, right, that, that's, like, their favorite term, I don't know, this is just guy things, it's guy talk now, yeah. so it was, like, all my True. girls were really, like, encouraging, and this is, like, supportive, and the guys would be, like, like
1: brothers. You're, you're
0: sandbagging, <laughs> come on, like, get, and then Todd, I don't know if you are familiar with Todd, he just yell at you, like, you just, go faster You could keep up like, you know, and stuff like that and so it's like you you're just working and it's it's so fun. They're, they're like literally great, yeah, like you said, brothers. So <laughs> fun. Uh, so yeah, so they kept telling me to readjust my goals and by the end of it, by by September, they I was thinking okay, 305 and and they'd say, "No, you should go for the sub 3." But I couldn't wrap my head around
1: It's hard to sub- comprehend.
0: M- mentally, I was just like maybe, you know, if I can hit three flat, but 305 is my goal. And so like, I, I laid it out there. I said, that's 305. And even though we went back and forth on that, yeah. I still like 305 is, is my goal. That's if I can go maybe three, that's fine. But I don't think I'm going to break three. So Until
1: you do it. Yeah. exactly. It's just so hard to wrap your mind around those times when yeah. you first hear them. Uh-huh. Um, uh, when I first saw the Boston qualifying times, I'm like, there's no way. Yeah. I'm like, you can't comprehend that until it you is, start training for exactly. it. Exactly.
0: And still, even to qualify, when I first had that initial goal of 325, that was like, am I really going to be able to do this? You know, it's just really hard to grasp until you really just tell yourself you can, you know. And once you start just doing the work and, and putting the work in and knowing, like, okay, I can, okay, 325, I can do that. Okay, okay well, now I can. You, it, once you get out there and do it, then you're like, okay, well, why did I make this such a big deal? So I went... Yeah. Um, I went to that race, I did that run, and I hit a 3.02. And
1: which race was that?
0: That was at the Boring, the boring. Marathon. You did the four, yes. you upgraded. I upgraded.
1: That's right, okay. And
0: it was in 30... September. 3.02. Wow, okay. So that, I feel like, is my first one where I trained and did everything, you know.
1: That to, was your breakout. Together.
0: That was my, I want to say that was my debut. I don't feel yeah. like I count the other one, really. Like <laughs> The other one yeah. was just like a just do it kind of thing. Yeah. But... Um, so yeah, that was that was my time, and I was really happy about it. But at the same time, I was like, "Man, I was so close to getting through sub three hours."
1: But you start searching, right? Oh What yeah. could I have done? Well, you know, or did I start too slow?
0: Yes, exactly. I started. I probably started too slow. Um, my in my mind. I, I think I liked that I just did that because then I had so much fuel and, like, motivation to get better. I was just like, yeah. oh, my gosh, I'm going to do it so for sure the next time. For sure. I was so eager to um, do, fa- like, run a fast race that I, I signed up for, like, Houston right away. Okay. Um, and I decided to hold off on Boston because...
1: Qualifying, qualifying for Boston? Or you did Well, qualify. I qualified you for did. Boston. Okay. But I
0: made a decision... To not to hold off on that, because I know, I know, I had to, I had to just make a decision because I decided I wanted to chase another goal, which was the OTQ.
1: Okay.
0: So that was insane. It was a hard decision because that was my one reason why I started with the marathon.
1: Why would you not run Boston though?
0: Because I was just wanting to go for a fast time. So.
1: Oh, okay. So you well, you're talking about a full marathon training block to run boston which is a harder course. it's a harder course and that it's was not necessarily pr it's not necessarily exactly uh, i
0: wanted more of a guarantee fast
1: flatter course
0: course that yeah. would qualify. so i looked for races that would be um you know proven fast courses right and in yeah. boston not to say you can't pr because i know a couple people, people do. do yeah but you know i wanted yeah. something that would just be a more like guarantee that i would and so i had my eye on grandma's marathon okay and very, so it was very, like... And that's June, North Mar- Dakota? It's, it's, no, that's in Minnesota.
1: Minnesota, okay.
0: So um, I did, I signed up for Houston, though, and looking back, I'm like, man, I could have probably even qualified there, but I wasn't in my mind. Really, I just wanted to...
1: Houston do, uh, at the beginning of that year, before January. Boston, and then yeah. Grandma's was in June? In
0: June, so... Okay. So I did these three back-to-back, like, I did a September marathon, then I did a... January marathon and then I did June.
1: So you did January. You did the full of I Houston. I did,
0: and that flat was really. Course. It was a flat course just to just go. What
1: was the temperature that?
0: It was actually really. It was cold. It was oh, cold which... and but it wasn't windy. I think it was like thirty-five that degrees. Is, that's chilly. It was actually really great. Yeah. I was cold, but it was so good for the marathon. Yes. Honestly, and so my goal there was just three fi- to break two fifty-two. I believe it was. It was just like just go. Fi- But, man, when I was running that, I was flying. Like, I should have just went for the OTQ then. I kind of regret not going for it because I ended up with a 247. Wow. I had no idea it was going to be that close to the marathon OTQ at that point
1: but during that marathon though aren't you just pushing everything I mean you can see your splits you're mm-hmm. looking at your your watch um yeah well I, I look at my watch too much probably but yeah. you'll know your spli- you know you knew your splits yeah you knew your half when you're at 13.1 mm-hmm. and then you're like okay now I'm what's so my close. plan because yeah. you, you may have made you readjust
0: mm-hmm. and
1: say okay what am I going to do now
0: yeah, so I think oh, no I feeling
1: how's the body warmed up?
0: Yeah, right. for sure. And so for that race, I wasn't planning on going for the OTQ. So I had in my mind, um, stick
1: to the stick plan. to the plan. And
0: and so, but it wasn't until the halfway mark where I was like, gosh, I'm so. It actually okay. I was. I want to say I held back for the first like six miles because I was just going for my plan but gosh I started feeling so good I started clicking off the marathon pace at the OTQ pace at 615 615 6, for the last for the last few um, which made my my time go faster and it and I'm felt like easy. man had I it, exactly it felt so good I remember passing uh, people uh, people and I'm just like looking at the times that are posted I'm just like I'm I'm on pace for like a really good time yeah and so in my mind I was a little bit it wasn't until after where I was like why didn't I just go for the OTQ here why I just mentally wasn't ready to I just come off of that September marathon this was just to get a fast time and, I don't know. I and just and then
1: after mile twenty, trying to find that two minutes,
0: yeah, it gets harder. It, no, you can't. You know, it was it was so hard. It's like how
1: much race is left?
0: No, it was you know
1: to get that two. I minutes. knew,
0: yeah, at mile twenty when I saw that time, I I was already two minutes over.
1: And then by mile and twenty-two, and I knew because I knew where
0: I had to be because you know I was just like I just know I need to be here at this time, and I was already two minutes over, and I knew. But I was stayed consistent, though, yeah. for the rest of the race. And so I had a really solid race. I mean, I was not disappointed yeah. about it. But I was like, in the back of my mind, I was like, had I just went out there with the intention of uh, Mentally, qualifying, it
1: would have got you. Through. I think
0: I would have gotten there. Yeah. I want to say I could have. I just yeah. held back. I mean, the plan wasn't OTQ. The plan was just run yeah. a faster race. Break oh. 252. That was my plan. And I did yeah. it. But,
1: yeah. Man. And, and leading all the way up, you get, this is my plan. Exactly. This is my plan. Don't exceed the plan because then mile 22 mile 23 you don't know what's going to happen Yep. you broke you you got so close I
0: got so close and and it was still it was a great learning opportunity It gave me a little bit more experience in the race everything like that so I'm not disappointed about how Houston went I I just know that if I mentally gave talked myself into doing it I could have done it and my husband too he had already said before the race he was like you should just go for it and I was like no
1: this is the guy that says, "Just get up at four Exactly.
0: He's always been like that. I was like, "You have no idea. Like, you don't think about anything. Like, you just do." I like, know.
1: It's like yeah. it's hard when the alarm goes off yeah, at four a.m.
0: Exactly. But no, he's been the a really huge support through all of this. So.
1: Oh, that's that's spectacular. And, yeah. So that's Houston. Thank you for tuning into this episode of the Any Given Run Day podcast. Feel free to reach out to us, and if you have not done so already, please make sure to subscribe to the show on iTunes or wherever you may listen. Please leave us a comment and a five-star review if you liked what you've heard. Until next time.